Hola mi gente, welcome to Hefa Talk. This is your host, Jasmine Luchis. Wow, so we are recording a second episode, finally. <laughs> um, I just wanted to say thank you so much to everybody that's already tuned in and listened to the first episode. And for everybody that's already followed the podcast on Apple and Spotify and even on Instagram. And I'm so excited and I feel so blessed to have you guys show so much love and support. I literally sit there and read all your text messages and your messages about how you're tuning in or, you know, just seeing your little screenshots of you guys listening to a podcast. Like, it makes me feel so happy and I'm just super excited um, to continue this journey and hopefully it reaches more people. Um, and again, I just really hope that these episodes continue to resonate with you guys and, you know, that you guys just enjoy all of the episodes that are, you know, planned for this month. Um, so this episode that I'm going to record... I won't lie, it's a very emotional one, and I'm a big crybaby. I sometimes hate that about myself, that I'm just very emotional, but I know that that's just how I am, and if my voice cracks and I just can't push through the episode, I'll probably pause and just have my little moment off the mic, Um, but... I just wanted to warn you guys that this episode will be emotional. So, with that being said, this episode, I really want to dedicate it to my siblings. And I really contemplated really hard whether or not to do this. But I feel like, um, like if I just text them or, you know whatever the case may be, I feel like it won't be as meaningful as I want it to be. And I feel like if they tune in and they hear my voice, that it'll just give them a better sense of how I'm actually feeling. And I know that a lot of us, too, can resonate with what I'm going to say to them because... You know, most of us have little siblings and some of us have gone through trauma and things like that. So I know that a majority of us will probably feel the same way I do. Um, But yeah, so this episode is honestly going to be like my letters to them, basically. And I hope that you guys enjoy it and... I hope that it reaches my siblings and that they truly know that I love them very much and that my words are truly coming from my heart and I hope that they always know that. So with that being said, let me just get right to the episode. My first sibling that I wanted to talk to 
is my little sister Misty and <laughs> I just I have a very different relationship with her than I do with all my other siblings um and I think it's just because me and her are very close but we weren't always so close um we are four years apart so when she was in her middle school days I was already in high school so I was already going through you know teenage emotions and trying to find myself and all that shit right and I feel like I really did miss out on a big chunk of her life because I was trying to figure myself out and um trying to deal with my own traumas and I know that most of the time she just wanted to be you know with me <laughs> all the time and I just was so busy trying to be a teenager that I kind of brushed spending time with her and that's time that I can't I can't have back um and I do regret and then I regret it more because when I turned 18 I left the house because I was just ready to just be an adult and get out into the world and I feel like that tends to happen a lot in our Hispanic culture uh, because as soon as you turn 18, you just want to like grow up and you want to be an adult. You, you don't want your parents to really be telling you things and, you know, you just think you know it all and you're just like, I'm ready to leave the nest kind of thing. And most of the time when we do that, we don't realize that we're leaving our siblings in very hard um, family dynamics. I'm not saying that we had the most horrible upbringing because we didn't. But I know that during that time, she was going through a lot and... I just didn't understand and I was so selfish that I didn't take the time to like figure out what was wrong with her or like what she was going through and I'm sorry that I didn't you know I didn't think about that when I left the house and as she turned um into a teenager I was already fully living my adult life I had my first son you know I was working I, I had already basically got slapped in the face with life situations and so when she was a teenager I was already considered like the cool sister so she would come over to my apartment all the time <laughs> and you know just spend time with me and stuff and I think because most of my childhood I you know I spent most of it really being her other parent and 
you know, doing all I could to take care of her and make sure that nothing horrible happened to her. I sheltered her too much that I forgot how to be her sister and I just was more of a mother to her and I know that that really messed up our relationship for a while because I couldn't set that boundary for myself like Misty's your little sister she's not your daughter so for me I feel like I you know as as we were growing up there was a point in our childhood that we were living with my biological mother and you know she was with somebody that was wasn't fit to be a parent for me and her and I feel like that's where most of my um motherly instincts kicked in my survival mode because we went through child abuse and we were neglected big time to the point where I knew I was going to cry about this. Um, but we went through so much. And my sister was super little. Um, at the time, I want to say she was probably like two, maybe three years old. <clears throat> so I was a lot older. I wasn't fully like grown. But by that time, I had already had to kind of grow up faster than normal so I already knew how to like fend for myself and since we were living with my biological mother and her partner you you know I feel like he wasn't ready to take on the full responsibility of me and my sister because he had his own kids and I don't hate him but I feel like as as a man when you decide to be with a woman that already has kids you're taking on the full responsibility of the fact that she comes as a whole package and I feel like he wasn't ready for that or he wasn't looking for that and so when we moved in with them I feel like he just, maybe we were just a reminder of the fact that she had a life before him. I don't know. But, you know, we suffered a lot. I suffered a lot there. And, you know, he would beat the fuck out of us. And, you know, there's times where him and his mother, because she would watch us also, like, we would go a whole day without eating like and so as I started to experience those things I began to like okay like today's gonna be a hard day he's not in a good mood so let me do the best possible to make sure that Misty's quiet and she's happy so let me just play with her make sure that you know she doesn't cry because as soon as my sister would start crying or whining, it's like 
he would get so frustrated with us and I just didn't want him to take out his frustration on me and her so I did my best to make sure she was quiet and make sure she was always happy and whenever we were hungry if you know him or whoever else was in the house wasn't around like I would go run and make ourselves a sandwich <laughs> like I'm talking about like the most fastest fucking cheap ass shit like bologna and two slices of bread y vamonos and I would split that shit in half Misty would get one side and I would get another and I would just make sure that she wasn't hungry so she wouldn't be fussy and I you know I'm I'm really sorry and I hope that you really don't remember those times I hope that I made them fuck I hope that I made them the best times for you that you don't have those memories I hope you only have good memories of those times of me just playing with you and being there with you and playing hide and go seek and playing jump rope <laughs> but because of those times I feel like I've always I've always felt like I had to protect her or I always had to make sure that nothing happened to her and she didn't experience horrible things like I did and you know I didn't realize until now that I'm adult how much that truly did affect me because when he would be in a bad mood and he wanted to take his anger out on her like I would sacrifice myself and be like no it was me or you know I would I would be the one to take the beating so that she wouldn't have to and as a little kid like that really fucks with you like it fucks with you and it makes you feel like you gotta take on all the hurt and so growing up once we were out of that situation and we were officially adopted like I felt 100% like safe and loved with my grandparents that I was finally able to experience a normal loving childhood that I just kind of strayed away from really being there for her because I was just trying to make up for the time that I missed out on on being a normal kid and so my middle school days I you know I was there for my sister but as soon as like eighth grade hit high school hit like I just really wanted to be by myself and I really wanted to like be independent and not have to worry about being a big sister and I know that to her she must have felt oh I mean I she has expressed to me before like then she felt like I hated her and I I don't hate you and I never would hate you 
and I'm sorry that I ever made you feel like them because that's obviously not true because I love you to death. Um, but so now being an adult and once I was already, you know, had Elias, I, you know, had my life pretty much going and she was in high school I I realized that I just kept continuing to be that parent for her so whenever she would come to me with a problem I would be like no you can't do that like that what's wrong with you like and I would instead of listening to her I would lecture her and I feel like that kind of wedged uh, wedged how do I say it like it just really made our relationship a lot more harder because then she shied away from telling me things because she felt that I would get upset or you know she couldn't really run to me to tell me things like you normally would tell your big sister and I know that that was my fault like I know that I had to let her go through her own mistakes, make her own choices, but I just didn't want her to go through any hurt. I didn't want her to feel like she was going to fail at something because I felt that before and I just didn't want her to feel anything like that ever. And now that we're adults... It's funny because my sister's a Libra, so there's times, like I said, I'm very emotional, and she's very like, why are you crying? Like, it's not that big of a deal. <laughs> or she'll just tell me, like, you know what, I, I love you so much, but why do you care? Like, that has nothing to do with you. So, kind of in a nice way, telling me to mind my business, and... I know some people are kind of shocked sometimes when they hear us talking in front of people. Like, they're always like, oh my god, you guys have such an ugly way of talking to each other. But I swear to god, it's not like that. Like, <laughs> like we have a very, like, loving relationship. It's just, it's just people, I guess, are not used to hearing siblings talk to each other that way. And so I know that shocks a lot of people or... You know, my mom used to always say, like, Ay, ¿quién les enseñó eso? Yo nunca les enseñé a hablar así. And, you know, <laughs> it's funny to me because it's like, she's right. She didn't she didn't teach us ever to, like, cuss or anything like that. But me and Missy just, that's just how we get along. And our sense of humor is, like, not dark, but... I I don't know how I would be able to explain him, but she gets me and I get her and that's why I love her so much. <laughs> but I just, you know, I know that right now, uh, you know, she has her first baby and, you know, her and my brother-in-law have their own place and things like that. And, you know, sometimes I... I just want to meddle and just be like, at least tell me, like, what you're feeling, what you're going through, like, talk to me. But I know that, you know, she's just figuring herself out. 
and figuring out what's best for her little family and I know that I don't get to tell her often but I'm so proud of you like you out of everybody even though you're my little sister I do look up to you so much sometimes and I hate to even fucking admit that but it's true because the way you really don't give a fuck about anything and you don't care what other people think and you just go on about life just worried about you and baby Alejandro and you know Alec I admire that shit so much and I I just get so emotional <laughs> when I see you with your little family because it's like <laughs> it's like my baby is grown up like my baby has a baby <laughs> and my baby is you know such a responsible adult and you know she has a wonderful just support system and I'm happy for you and I know I don't really get to tell you often because at the same time I hate being all mushy <laughs> and I know that you might think I don't love you because I don't like hugging you or kissing you and telling you I love you but I love you so much and I really hope that you know that I'm super proud of you and that if you ever need anything then I'm here for you and I've already learned <laughs> not to be your mother and to just be your sister and I just want to say thank you too because in the times that I'm not feeling 100% myself or I'm doubting myself or I'm in a dark space like I don't think you realize that you've gotten me out of those places. And even with the boys. <laughs> oh, see, I'm going to cry again. <laughs> even with the boys, like, they love you so much. And I know you love them so much. And just to see that relationship that you have with them is super beautiful. And I'm very thankful that I have a sister like you. And I'm thankful that they have a wonderful tia like you. And I really just can't wait to see you continue to grow and become this beautiful, strong woman. And I just, I just really wanted you to hear me say it because I know I don't say it often, but I'm very proud of you. So, but that will be me wrapping up this letter to her and I hope that if anybody else has been in the situation of being the older sister like I know you this resonates with you guys especially if you've been through trauma so the next episode I will be talking to my brother and that one for sure I know I'm gonna cry <laughs> so much because that's just a very touchy subject for me also but um, I just wanted to say thank you guys for tuning in and Misty if you heard the episode I love you and I'm thankful for 
all the love and support you always give me. <laughs> and if you guys haven't already, please make sure that you um, follow our podcast on Instagram at Hefa Talk. If you don't already follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, please do so. Make sure you guys review the podcast and everything. And if anybody has been through child trauma and, you know, you're the older sibling and you feel like you also can relate to how I've been feeling, go ahead and shoot me a message and I would love to chit chat with you and you know if you ever feel like you need somebody to talk to like I'm there um but again thank you guys so much for tuning in and I'll see you guys for the next episode bye